Yes, sir, we promised you a great man. Andre! The Chinese Hulkamania is running last. started off on a bad note and the podcast hasn't even started yet Dipperstein has attacked my beard um which i'm working hard to to grow as we speak and it's not it requires a lot of commitment for me to see if this is going to be a reasonable thing i'm rooting against it i do have gray in it do you see gray in it not on a screen but you you can't i mean i have it on i have it under here like under my chin how 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 sug what what level quality camera would you say i have right now very high quality the highest you imaginable like coming, borderline yeah, the like highest imaginable in. yeah it's, it's gorgeous it looks better than the kickoff shows <laughs> it does. It looks like the entrances that people had for SmackDown and the Thunderdome. When yeah. And yet you don't know. No. So to answer seriously, like in here, there'll be an occasional, but it's not enough to pick up. I notice right. it. I'll look in the mirror and see grades, but it's not. But here's the thing. I have mm-hmm. to know whether this is an option. I understand. And, it, I understand and at this point now, I've done it for five weeks or whatever it is, and I'm told the real marker of knowing what you're looking at is like a couple of months, where after a couple, I mean, depending who you are. I'm sure some people in a week have a full beard. But for me, I need a couple of months to say, is this going to fill in the spots that I hope, like, and get covered up, or will it always be patchy? If my whole beard was like this, my under chin, I'd have the fullest. I mean, I'd be Grizzly Adams. Oh, um, under chin is everyone. I, I, everyone. Everyone's killing on the under chin. Everyone has a great under chin. Is that true? SGG, is that true? I, I don't know how true that is, but it, it does look. It looks good, though. Yours looks good. But this, I don't know how I'll say everyone has a great this under is, chin. I need help here. I need help here. But here. I just want to see basically what happens. So WWE has a company that now does all the haircuts called Maestros. Now, there are some people who would actually argue that the Maestros is it plays into the product that we see on TV because you may have noticed over the last year a lot of people have really good and similar haircuts. <laughs> There's something going on with the haircuts. There is something. So shout out to Maestros. They do a great job. And Ghost, the dude who like runs the place, He's like, a, he's like a philosopher. He sits and talks to everyone. When you go get your hair cut, he, is, he owns the company. He's not a barber. He is, inc- he is a great businessman because he sits with you and is like a therapist and is the schmoozer, like a great, awesome, warm schmoozer, right? And one day we're sitting there and he's asking me about my look and he's like, you, we ever tried the beard? And I was like, oh, you know. And he's like, hey, listen, man, I, I'd give it a shot. How old are you? 
I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm at the time, I'm 41. Now I'm 42. He goes, I'll just say this. If you can try giving a beer to shot and you like it, the beauty of it is you can keep your same look as a broadcaster for the next 15 to 20 years. Nothing changes. You, you as a man, you have a cheat code to basically staying the same age for a very long time. Because everything on your face here will always look the same. And I take good care of myself. So my eyes aren't old. And I don't want to mention there's some actors and people like that on social media. who I, They were the same age and their eyes look like they're 80. But sure, as long as you take care of that, you get to keep a good even look. And as someone who appears on television, I think that's a good idea. Dipperstein, you don't like this idea? I, I don't like the idea, no. I don't like the idea of you having a beard. I, look, if it ends up looking great after a couple of months, then we'll reevaluate. But I don't, I'd like you to, as, a, as, as your agent, I like you to look as clean cut as you possibly can look and as young as you can possibly look. And uh, facial hair, no matter who you are, I think adds some years. Um, and it adds although, years? Although, although, you know, as you, um, as you pointed out, I mean, your beard is not gray. It, it looks fine right now, but I feel like, uh, it, you know, not you have gray. to Not gray. On TV, it. It, looks, it looks, I look Hogan, NWA, AJ, NWO, and Jays. It looks yeah, no, black confirmed. on on TV, but the, the 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 soul patch needs definite work. Yeah, and well, the problem is without a barber, I have to try to manage this myself. And how do you, you if you mess up, you could mess up the soul patch and ruin the entire thing. Like, what yeah. do I do to trim this up a little bit and not go to somebody to do it? I know. Yeah, I would just leave it in the hope that the chin the chin part catches up to it. But no like one, but no one keep. Not that many people keep it full all the way through the chin. That's more unusual than you think. That's yeah, like, it is. It is. But before you start messing around on it, you need as much wiggle room to play with. Because like you said, I agree. if you mess it up, you're, you're back at zero. It's zero, which would be very frustrating after the last two months. Can we pledge? Can we just pledge moving forward that if, you, if, if I see something, I, I have to say something about the beard? <laughs> see well, something, if, say something. What, what if I, like, come on. You Who know, else is going to tell you? Your parent, your mother's going to say, "Oh, it looks great, Peter. It looks fantastic." My mom and has Natalie's going to say, does not "It's sexy." Sound like it a Jew good. like that? What? My mom doesn't sound like a Jew like that. She is. A, <laughs> she is no, a Jew. Saying, she doesn't sound like one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. That was just that generic was Jew's mother. Woman. Right. Right. Got it. A New York um, woman. You made it. Yeah. Um. I need to be able to give you my honest opinion, and I will give. I will tell you if I like it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to begrudge the okay. whole situation just to do it. But but, but we, you can't jump down my throat if I have a legitimate opinion of it that is unfavorable. Okay, I agree. I love you. I will love you no matter what happens to you. No, if you're, you're no matter what you do, you're a hundred percent right. It has to, and I, SGG, you would agree. Dip has to have carte blanche to do that. Yes. You, well, we, let's see how he uses it first. I need to see how it's used before I. I can fully well agree listen to that. look at the way I'll say this look at the over the years the 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 dress up the how much my suit look has improved over the years I'm confirmed I one mean, of the best suited people on television right now there's great, I agree with that they're great I, I take I take 30 percent responsibility for that I'd give you more than 30 I give you 60 I'd give you 65 although I have recently but does the suit does the suit expertise translate to 
beard slash facial it's, hair it's expertise. Vi- well, it's a very different world. Said, I had, I had, there was a moment when I had like that length that Peter has now, a very short, brief period. And you grow I it very my, easily, I and I think you look pretty good. I, I like myself with facial hair, and I always have a little bit of it, but it's the itchiness after a certain point. I can't get past the itchiness. Uh, there's a lot of no. There's a lot of people talking about the itchiness now. Listen, I know this isn't how everyone expected Cheap Heat to start, but what the hell else you expect to talk about wrestling? Let's uh, let's start out with the best promo of the week, and it happened on uh, none other than uh, Ebro, Laura Styles, and Rosenberg. Um, it's on YouTube right now. Best promo you will hear all week. You guys ready? Thought you were gonna say versus. No. Oh well. The, you know what? Fine. Jada Kiss was right in there for the best promo of the week too. But this Confirm. this is a very good promo. Here we go. They push me to the side and give me no. That I think a weird other. And we no, can go no, and I'm fucking here right now. Right now, skin glowing, pockets heavy, garage silly, house dumb. Looking for a lake house right now. Cleansing my fucking witness. All my niggas good. Family good. Healthy. The shit I got. Come on, stop fucking playing with me. It's not a game, I don't even man. talk like this. But niggas keep doing this. Talk to them, Niggas on the internet, message board niggas, they, they'll they trade their life for mine. Easy. Stop fucking talking to me. <laughs> Tyler, the creator, cutting a promo galore. Saying what needed to be said. Saying what needed to be said. He's saying what needed to be said. He's someone that, you know, years ago I was not down with at all. And then just over the years have done such a 180 on. I'm such a fan at this point. I mean, his latest work is is so major. He's, he's, um, I, and listen, I understand. I, know you, I mean, I, well, I know you basically created him. I No, no, I'm Tyler, the creator's creator. <laughs> no, no, I, I was early, but there were a lot of people who were early. On you were Tyler, early. You were I, very early, as you are with most mage people. Confirmed with Tyler, it's been a long time. He did, he's he's a Peter Palooza veteran. He's he's like a he. The Odd Future was practically the Peter Palooza house band. By the way, he go, knows that, right? He knows. Like I don't. He's like well aware of of my early interest. Yeah. Well, listen, hold on. The the proof is in the pudding. Do you know what interviews he's done for his album? No, one hours. He, they came in from L.A., did our show, and left. That was it. Well, that makes me happy. Obviously, uh, it makes you happy. Free. You have no idea. Like I called, I called Tyler's manager yesterday, and I was like, "Yo, I just want to." Th- Cl- His manager Clancy is my friend. I know Clancy. And I was like, I was like, Clancy, I just want to thank you guys. You have no idea how few people blow up and continue to come back. And it makes sense that a lot of artists aren't comfortable coming to do our show because our show is it's like a the best. You can do our show in any way, but the way to get the most out of it is that it's a platform to have like a smart, nuanced conversation. But yes. you you have to be someone who is smart and confident to be able to talk about anything. And Tyler can talk about anything. So we we just haven't been that regular spot for many people. So for the fact that he's continued to do that, I'm very grateful. Go watch it uh, on YouTube if you get a chance. And that's it. Thank you for joining Cheap Heat this week. A little beard talk, a little Tyler the Creator. Let's put a bow on this thing. <laughs> can I talk? Can I just can I just point out the one like I, like the this is why you know the the first thing I want. Oh, SGG, you want to talk about outside the ring because I got I got. Oh, you have in, you want, well, I, SGG, go ahead. I know we. I yeah, know do we, your thing. I'm sorry. We at least have a farewell, etc. I apologize. Yeah, well, beautiful Bobby Eaton passed away. Yes, um, too young this, this past man. week. Yeah. Um, uh, un, uh, unsung, underrated wrestling legend, quite honestly, because I feel like he's among your favorite wrestlers, favorite wrestlers, but 
as fans, he doesn't he doesn't make a lot of lists, even even in the tag team, um, you know, even among tag teams, he doesn't make a lot of lists of like best of or like best matches or or anything like that. But um, when he passed, you saw a lot of outpouring of, from wrestlers just about how skilled he was and how much they learned from him, um, just watching and being around him and soaking it in. Um, dip, dip. What's I, your what's your number one connection to beautiful Bobby Eaton? I, you know, I never, I never had a connection to, to Bobby Eaton, but I, I um, even in even I, in his like mid nineties WCW, no, early nineties, you know, and late eighties. No, but Blue, I, um, Blue Bloods, Blue Bloods was ninety five, ninety six. Oh, Blue Bloods, yeah, yeah. But I, I like the the Bobby Eaton that I like remember loving watching was like the late late day late uh, late years NWA early, you know. The early WCW, but um, I thought the the most the thing I wanted to point out about him today was um, I went down a little bit of a rabbit hole, um, and it was what Kevin Nash posted about him on Instagram, and I thought I would just read the the caption that he put under the picture, which I thought was kind of sums up how everyone felt in the wrestling business because you always hear of him as someone who was just a, a major individual. Mm-hmm. Uh, R.I.P. Bobby, one of the greatest pure workers in our industry. I'll always remember if you needed anything on the road, Bobby had it. Missing a button, had it, and sewed it on for you. Quiet, but he could stand alone. Begged to work with him after Oz shit the bed, because I knew if anyone could teach me, it was him. Mm. So, Who said that? Kevin Nash. Mm. Heard of him? I've heard of him. Um, it's interesting that when they brought... When they did the whole new Midnight Express thing in WWE in 98, there was no association. There was Cornette, but there was no association with Beautiful Bobby or anything. He never went to w, to WWE. No. I, no. I looked at, I assumed that he had a, a, a cup of coffee at some point. Never. He's just, you know, one of these guys that, like, was around for so many years, and you... um you knew that he was just uh, like a such a reliable worker, good wrestler in the ring. You know, he was just somebody that, you know, over the course of whatever, whatever wrestling fandom you have, whatever years it was, he was always like a consistent, great wrestler. He's and the, I don't think anyone, anyone had a knee off the rope as their finisher. Um, he, he is the definition of you throw on WCW or, or NWA Jim Crockett promotion stuff. You throw on a random Saturday match right. and you just get and it's just like a couple of dudes wrestling one of those dudes is Bobby Eaton like he was just a stalwart like a really really sort of and it's interesting because it begs the question about how much recognition any of the guys who never went to WWE ended up getting in the long run like there aren't that many who never went at some point even if late um even if just to be a booker he, it's and and maybe he did have some moment there professionally that I don't know about, but I don't I don't see any. Um, anyways, SUG, what else is going on besides uh, R.I.P. Bobby Eaton? Bray Wyatt was released. Oh, is that um, is that news? After. That's information. That is. I can't even talk about this anymore. I honestly stop liking wrestlers, like, Dip. Maybe you should just stop liking wrestlers because everyone I, I, you like is gone. It's true. Um. But I, I can't even – I have talked about the Bray Wyatt release with so many marks in the last week and a half. I, I can't even talk about it anymore. You've been it's talking hard. and talking? I'm talking and talking. I'm going well, and going when well, it comes to having conversations about Bray Wyatt's release. Well, I got bad news for you. 
welcome to being a regular on a podcast. You got to save some of those thoughts for here. I know. No one cares what you said to Skyler. <laughs> Here's the best part, though. You get to you Be get to poach some wall. of those. You get to poach some of those gems and, and bring it to the people. Yeah, exactly. Maybe someone else said something. I, okay, so real quick, the news came out uh, Saturday. Saturday. And it's interesting, you know, as to listen to this theme. We've been so into The Fiend, and everyone was so excited by The Fiend. I truthfully hadn't thought for a long time about how mage the original Wyatt Family intro was. Oh, forget it. The best. I'm, would you... Let's just say it. Let me just hit record in case we feel unless in case we feel the need to post this. Recording in progress. Let's just say this. Bray Wyatt had the most exciting, cool, unique, chill-inducing entrance of this modern era. Yes. No argument here. He had the top two. Both of them, you're one saying? And two. One yes, and two. Yes, he had the top two. And which one do you think is one? Because I think one is the original Bray with the lighters in the air. I think that's the, I think that's the I one. I think one is also the original Bray because, you know, just the whole presentation, right? You looked at him, he was just a man. He had on his, his Hawaiian shirt, his uh, pants. I don't even know what material they were. Maybe linen, had his straw hat. And he was just a, just a guy in a rocking chair. And then when he stood up and held up that lantern... It changed. It changed everything. The light, the cell phones went up, and it, he just captivated the whole audience. And the fiend was was also very good and chill inducing, but in a different way. You know, this is this is the most this is the craziest release of all, because he is not the type of guy that you could imagine in AEW. Not that you can imagine Aleister Black or any of the other, but, but like I really cannot picture. The Fiend, which WWE probably owns, and they'll never be able to use that again. And he, they own Bray Wyatt. It's not his name. So Guess what, though? He does have a name that's somewhat appealing. Right. I think Wyndham will play just fine. No, for sure. Especially there. But, but a new incarnation of him is going to have to appear in, in some way. He's not just going to be some you know, jobber-like, you know, heavyset guy that's going to come out there and be Wyndham Rotundo. He's, he's got to reinvent himself completely, and he's not going to go anywhere but AEW. Where's he going to go? No, no, no. He's, that's, well, he could go to Japan for a while if he wanted to. Japan, yeah, Japan is the only other he, option. He could go to Japan and be the biggest star in Japan, like literally the absolute number one biggest star in Japan. I don't know. This one hits different for oh, me. No, 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 hold on. There is no denying this is the biggest release. Bray Wyatt's release is the biggest WWE release in years. Thank He's you. my say, favorite wrestler. He's I'd say favorite. like the biggest release since Kurt Angle way back. I, it's it, I don't know. You could you could go back to Punk. I think Punk's a fair one. The breakup with Punk, Punk but we knew we knew Punk was being released like. But I'm just saying he in terms of impact, in terms back. of in terms of impact, not surprise. Surprise, it's as big as any. I mean, it's a it was yeah. shocking. Um and you know, he's an he's a tough one to lose too, because he's not like someone where you question, I wonder if he'll go somewhere else. No, no, no. He would work. Everybody's anywhere. gonna yeah, everybody's gonna throw 
everything they have at him, and he like the world is his oyster right now. And like, he, he was, and he, he was a WWE guy through and through yeah. for years, for ten years. Yeah. He's he's. Oh, I just. I, I also want to say about Bray. What I don't know what happened. I have no intel on what led to this. I we all read different things. I have nothing to say about any of it. I have no idea. All I will say is he is a phenomenal wrestler, a phenomenal character, and most important, a great great guy. I mean, (laughs) I love that dude. Absolutely love it. I mean, in fact, in the last week, Ric Flair and Bray Wyatt, two of the foundational in in this era, which is funny to say about Ric Flair, but in this era, two of the real foundational, one of the boys kind of hanging out with everyone people, both of them are now gone. Like, from a camaraderie yeah. standpoint, Bray and Flair are so beloved. Um, and Bray had this old-school way about him, man. I just loved seeing him around. I felt like between his yeah. name... His origins, his look, the way he wrestled, how he sounded. When I saw him, I was like, I'm yeah. around a real old school wrestler still. This is the real yeah, you deal. Pop. You, no, pop you pop for him no matter what. You, this is a he, real, and like, you know, Randy still gives a little bit of that. There are a few guys who have that where you're like, this is the real deal. He is the real deal. This is a huge I, loss. I, I, I wish him the best yeah. of luck, but I am. it hurt to read on a personal professional every single level i was like man bray wyatt will be missed by wwe he is a guy he's a wrestler that used the word gimmick a lot <laughs> i heard him say it all the time uh, when i was around he, him. he used everything he a lot. Galore. <laughs> i mean do you remember how touching what he wrote about Brody lee was and and yeah. not only was you know obviously i'm sure that's been incredibly hard for him and it broke him emotionally but we we all popped, and I mean that in the most sincere, not lighthearted, but sincere way. Like, really, if you were a wrestling fan, you couldn't help but have your heart smile as as you were you were crying, but your heart smiled as you read what he had to say about Brody and how they planned on having this life where one day they'd be 70 years old and wrestling each other in high school gyms. Like, that was who they were. Yeah. They were pro wrestlers. They weren't sports entertainers. They weren't aspiring actors. They weren't anything but wrestlers. They were and workers. That is who they were, yeah. 1,000%. And that is a losing people like that matters. And we've yeah. been, we've been and t- talking about this a lot, SGG, and it's what, it's what concerns you if you're a WWE fan, and it certainly concerns me, losing the heart and soul of the wrestling part of it we know we got the business deals we know all of that's fine it's not going anywhere i said this last week i'll say it again like a broken record when people like zach or he's not the only one i don't want to pick on zach many people go hey don't even don't even worry about it ww can't be caught they can't be beat that attitude is a problem you need to want to win on every level not just brand endorsements and tv deals you want to win on a wrestling level too i'll say this too about bray you know I, losing him the way he the way he was like you said he was so beloved backstage but he was also 
as people pointed out, like very popular on TV, uh, a huge merch seller, merch driver, like that they would let that go. And you just touched on it too briefly about how successful they are with TV deals and brand endorsements. So somebody like Bray should have been around forever in WWE. And the fact that he's gone, you know, I really, my heart really goes out to him because to me, just speculating, it's a signal that maybe there's something that he's dealing with that we as fans don't know about that goes beyond just like, you know, what we, what we have privy to, you know, storylines and creative and budget cuts. And like, maybe he's dealing with some real stuff that like he needs us right now. Yeah, that's, that's oh, look, very an, true. Who an knows? episode of Fuji Vice just came on the TV. Oh, fantastic. You're watching Prime. Now, also, SGG, I think you and I were, I think we were on opposite sides of this argument. Another bit of news from outside the ring, I don't know if you were going to mention it, just that little thing, was the Ronda Rousey quote this week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think that we were just, on opposite sides. That was sides. just GP right there. It, that, that, that was GP. That, it does feel like that was GP. Um, it was GP. Confirmed GP. Ronda loves attacking the crowd. That's her favorite. It's He's done it a million times. I didn't even think twice about that tweet, honestly. Well, the only thing that I had an issue with, and SGG is where I think we were at different sides in this, is that she basically said, if you appreciated him so much, why were you hitting beach balls during his matches? And I was like, I think you're confusing people. That he, Even the most annoying WWE fans who complained about everything, if you'd asked them who do they like, they'd say Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I thought everyone. she missed that. Like, if you if if Roman Reigns had left and people cried about it, I totally get scolding the fans. They would deserve it. But Bray Wyatt, the beautiful thing about Bray and SUG, you just alluded to this. He was beloved. Not only was he a merch seller and big for the business side, and he's this big cartoon character you can market and build things around and sell dolls of and shirts and everything. He also was the purest favorite. He had everything. The the only reason, because when she tweeted that, I read it and I quote tweeted it and I said, she ain't lying. That that was my initial contribution to the discourse. And the reason that I said that is because um, coincidentally, days before I read, somebody posted a picture of a screenshot of something that Bray Wyatt posted. I think it was on Instagram. And the caption said, you know, it started like this. It's a long caption, but it, it started with, you are stale. They ruined you. He is boring. I hate his matches. And then he says, my life is art. And then goes on to defend himself and like the way he creates and goes about his his work in the ring and his character work and stuff like that. So you were referring to the internet more than so you were referring to the internet more than anything. Right. Because those four sentences were like ringing off in my mind and just like because when I read her tweet, I read it as, you know fans didn't appreciate him. not necessarily the beach ball crowd but like there was a segment of fans who didn't appreciate him no, that's true that. now, so this is this is where i get into the well, argument though see, hold, hold on hold on let me finish it's missing nuance but go ahead hold on let me finish but there was a segment of fans who didn't appreciate him and now everyone is rallying to his support when there were people who made him feel like that and he saw it himself because he he responded to it so that you know that those people don't exist or anything like that you can't say that because he felt that. Well, okay, so yes, but this is why I hate Twitter. Let's have a nuanced conversation. There are people who say mean things to all performers. All right. I read them yes. every single day. I, what, <laughs> right. Whatever you get, you get, a, you get your fair share. What, probably more than every whatever kind of performer you are. 
you are getting nasty messages online. The reason it frustrates me, SGG, from her standpoint, is bringing up the specific beach ball thing because that is relevant to me. That in wrestling is its own thing. Particularly, we have that WrestleMania Roman Reigns moment where we need to point out, like, literally during a main event, there were beach balls everywhere, and that was a sign of true disrespect. I see that different on a collective stage in person like WrestleMania than the stray nastiness that all talent gets. Do I agree with people saying that to Bray? No, of course not. Do I understand why he feels that way? Oh, my God, yes, I understand. I relate. I hear you. It's tough. But her comment, and Dip's right, props to her. It probably is just cheap heat, and it works. Because she knows (laughs) she's never going to truly be the fan favorite, so she might as well heal off. That's just the way to go for her. This is um, about if they know it though, because they will they make Ronda just like a monster. She, she heel, should Ronda? be. She, she's never she's a lifelong wrestling heel. Ronda Rousey, if she ever comes back, or if she doesn't, the wrestling community will see her as a heel through and through. Because you know what, she is, <laughs> and she should be. She's dominant. She's a monster. She's a real fighter. She has said nasty things about wrestling, about wrestling fans, and you can't. The, the milk is out of the udder. That's already happened. Now, if she does a great job being a heel for long enough, I think she'll get a lot of appreciation and respect. But it would take time. But there, those are just two separate things. And she didn't say it with any nuance. Like, yeah, of course, nah. Bray got nasty comments. It sucks that he did. And by the yeah. way, those same people who say nasty things, do they then turn around and say, oh, I wish you didn't leave? Of course they do. Yeah. They're frauds. Yeah. They're eggs. They're losers. They're jabronis. They're nothing. Of course they do that. They're cowards. But that's not – I understand why it affected him that way, but let's not act like that was a legitimate voice of the population. Wrestling fans yeah. love Bray Wyatt. Love him. Here's the thing, though, right? There isn't Nobody- a wrestling – there isn't people one talk wrestling, about wrestling fan that fans, doesn't like Bray. Agreed. When, we, when people talk about wrestling fans, they are never talking about all fans or anything like that. So that's the one thing. Like they obviously are talk whenever people make specific comments, they're talking about specific segment segments of the fan base. And so I feel like to me, the people who are likely to bring bring in beach balls and be that disrespectful in the audience is a likelihood that they're also the type to have said nasty things directly to Bray to make him feel the way he felt. I don't think that's a huge um, jump into conclusions. I think that's a logical connection. It's it's logical, but it's, again, it just lacks depth and nuance. And in this situation, it's an opportunity to jump in and be like, fans never appreciated it. Yeah, they did. Of course they did. Well, no, but but no, th- those fans, but, the fans, but, but, but what I'm saying is, the fans who never appreciated him. Okay, well, you know, in that case... Talking yes. to you? She's you, not talking to anybody you on have, this podcast. You, you, fine, you have the right to scold those people. Just know that we're talking about a tiny, infinitesimal, really small amount of people. Probably, and, probably, but that's, but she's a bully, right? Anyway, and right? That's, no, no, listen, a bit of it's the same reason Charlotte feels bad a lot and gets attacked all the time, because there are loud people who say annoying things. Yo, the wrestling internet is insane, this week, the the I didn't they get treated as bigger than they actually are. Oh, too. like the, they get the way, treated as so much bigger than they. I'm actually not going to get into a whole thing about the details of it because I didn't even watch it. The amount of outrage about the bad freestyle on AEW, it was bad. I I understand. I'm not saying it wasn't bad, but if it's bad, if it's bad, it's bad. Okay. It was bad. Dip is right. <laughs> I, I understand it was bad. I'm not, bad. I'm not saying it wasn't bad. Particularly, there was a rape reference, no? Yes. Yo, 
he started out with a Simone Biles reference. But that should not be out of bounds, by the way. No, that, no, which is fine. That, but that was SGG. That's that. I saw people just as upset about that, and they were no, no, mad at Charlotte. Fine. They were mad at Charlotte for referencing Simone Biles. It's topical. It's whatever. It's fine. The execution we can rag on the execution. Yeah, different different it, conversation. Yeah. Then he goes into the Duke lacrosse rape. Terrible, stuff. terrible. It was awful. It was, and it was, then, it and then the exclamation point is he makes a comment about the sexual organs of a young woman who is 13 years younger than him to like cap off the feast. So it was like he went bad. Well, what do you mean a reference worse. to her organs? Stop. He I, said, I'm allowed to dip. We're not, we're not in communist China. I, what, what generally did he say? He said that her, 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 uh, her hygiene. Oh, her, okay. Her, her hygiene is lacking in her private areas. Well, Mind the, you, this this woman's nineteen; he's thirty-two. So you shouldn't even be. Well, I mean, I, I I can't get into like now we're getting into a string tough, it together. When you string it together, though, yes. But my problem is okay. It's it sounds like a it sucked. It sounds like the middle part <laughs> absolutely. Sh- the middle part in particular absolutely should have just never even been an idea. But my point is the way people melted down about the entire thing instead of being like, "Yo, that stunk. That really stunk." I don't, I don't know how. Listen, it's in. I, you know what? Forget it. I go back on it because the middle part's so bad. The middle part's so bad. No, I'm, I'm not going to be scared of having a conversation. Dip gets scared every time I talk about anything. I'm working it through out loud. The middle part is so unacceptable that I, I get it. Whatever. And this, but, is- but just so you know, they came for Charlotte Flair for referencing Simone Biles, and she didn't even diss Simone Biles. She simply used yeah. her as a she reference ha- point. She says she has empathy and she can understand like why she would feel like that because she's felt like this. And, and people also. were like, I, first of all, you, clunky, were, but- you were wrong. This, But no, I can't get into this. You kill someone because it was clunky. You, you can't do that. I don't care about, I don't even know who Max Caster is. I mean, for all intents and purposes. But that like, killed this gimmick right there. He's supposed to be a rapper. He's supposed to be up on the hottest up and coming rapper. I am. I'm de- everywhere. I, I am. That's why I watch NXT. <laughs> when you want it these bars broke. but um no that that's pretty indefensible but i guess i just i guess i just see people and i go how much time do you have to put into this more than here's what i would put into it i'd watch it and go oh oh what's on next not yeah oh i well, hope here's the other thing yeah, that made people that's, upset that's what though the wrestling internet does and then tony, the and then tony khan has upset. to come out and apologize and announce that he's taking over <laughs> Everything. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna edit every single thing that they do, and I know you talked about. He shouldn't have to do that, yo. He shouldn't have to do that. There should be a stuff. guy. But SGG, you pointed, should be a this, guy. you you pointed this out very early on. If you attempt to, at every moment, the people get upset about something, address it and fix it, and and announce that you're now making another change, you will never stop. Nope. You will never now, stop. Now he's the editor of of the YouTube <laughs> show. So 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 WWE because they they put themselves as big enough that when something bad comes off, they just ignore it and move on. We right. ignore it and we move on. We don't do it again if it's bad. We we ignore it and we move on. <laughs> right. If you now want to engage every time you mess up. So for example, this one was something that needed to be edited out. Needed to be edited out. And probably needed a statement to say, that's our bad. And that's it. 
But That's now, it. but now you announced you're doing two new jobs. You are, and by the way, this was like the third time <laughs> they've made a change because of internet outrage. You are now. They have you. They have At, you now. Yeah. Well, we know they have them for sure. And by the Dude. way, they're okay. still they're still going to kill you. They're still going to kill you in the long exactly. run. Exactly. I was going to say the AEW needs somebody like Dip because. There have been times when we were recording this show and something said, and after, like, as soon as it's over, Dip's like, that is never making the air. Well, and Dip even did a good job then. Even though when I got annoyed with him, I could tell his freaking out about it means I need to curb what I'm saying. <laughs> right. Good. They need somebody like Dip. They don't, okay. It doesn't so, have to wait. be Tony Khan. Let's talk about how much, hold on. Let's talk about how much the internet has Tony Khan and AEW. Okay. I don't know <laughs> if you watched, I don't know if you watched AEW. I, I watched it last night. Okay. And then I went on the internet this morning <laughs> to read about it. The internet is ablaze with the uh, elite promo from last night. Two nights with ago. Kenny Omega, the Bucks, and, and, and Gallows and Anderson. Where, <laughs> okay, Gallows was wearing a Ric Flair robe. Right. The Bucks were wearing Hawaiian shirts. Kenny Omega was wearing um, a Cookie Monster shirt, CM Cookie Monster, <laughs> and and um, and Anderson was wearing a Bollywood Boys T-shirt. So the internet is ablaze that the whole thing was just one big Easter egg that Ric Flair, Bollywood Boys, Bray Wyatt, and uh, and yeah, CM Punk yeah, are all are all, you know, up and are all coming, whatever. And they're saying that MJF's promo last night was, or was it the week before? I think it was last night, whatever it was, was um, the beginning of the pipe bomb, that it mimicked the beginning of the pipe bomb. <laughs> I mean, dude, so, the so, internet has AW more than you can even imagine. So I guess, yeah. I guess that's what I was the trying to say. The tail's wagging the dog at this point. For that's real. what I was sort of clunkily trying to say Wait, earlier. But by the way, yeah. I love it. <laughs> What you love that? I thought it was so mage. What? What? The idea that they were in fact do uh, there was an Easter egg like that? Yeah, I love that. I love Easter eggs. I'm one of the biggest Easter egg guys in the business. I'll go hunting. I'm hunting it, 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 April first. It's oh, it's 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 the greatest month of the year. You're buying Cadbury eggs all year round. <laughs> oh, right? I'm, I'm I have pastel paint. I'm, I'm you know I'm the whole I, thing. It's it's so it's not that like in some cases they're right, in some cases they're wrong. It's just like I can't believe the amount of. Listen, I'm a nerd, guys. I mean, we all we all do this. We do a wrestling podcast, okay? We're supposed to be as nerdy as it gets. And then you look online and you go, oh, my God. People are going to places I cannot even fathom. But if AEW actually did that and all the Easter eggs and all that stuff is real, how mage is I mean, that is so mean. Well, I hold love on. The, 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 the MJF thinking about that. The MJF one, I didn't notice it, but I that would really surprise. I wouldn't even understand why you'd do that. There's others though too. There's a there's a few other things too. By the way, they're saying that they that hold on hold on that that. What do you need Kenny Easter eggs for? He's coming. Well, hold on, Kenny. <laughs> right. well, we don't know for sure. Yeah, of course we do. Of course we do. No, I don't know. It's you don't know. No one knows. Maybe you know things I don't know, but I don't know. No, I'm just so, I, all I know is common sense. Hold on, hold on. It gets better. So uh, they were saying that Darby Allen, Darby Allen, um, started out his promo by saying the best in the world very slowly. And then the other one, the other Easter egg was that in that promo with Kenny Omega and the elite, he cut down a basketball net and they're saying it's breaking the net. 
like CM Punk. Oh my! God. I know. I know. Wait, hold on, hold on. But, that that one is beyond. <sighs> that's not even interesting. That is the no, dirtiest. No, I know it's dumbest. crazy. This whole, why are you but, spending? You know what, Dip? You're as bad as them. Why are you spending this much time reading? I don't know. Oh, I'm I, ashamed. I know. You I'm should ashamed. be ashamed. You should be ashamed. I woke up very early this morning. I had a very early call. And so you were. And then I was going and going afterwards. You got it. So on you're, on, on SE Scoops and Raja. You're reading and reading and reading. I also like to point out I'm going to my first GCW show on uh, tomorrow night with a group of marks. I've never been to a death match before. And uh, supposedly you have to wear a face shield. I would think you do. A face shield or a yeah, mask? Yeah, there's not just going to be COVID blood purposes. splatter. No, for, for, for light bulb uh, remnants. Oh, my God. Mage. I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, does Nick Gage have a match? I think he's wrestling Cardona. Oh, you think? You don't know if that's the main I, event? I don't know. I'm just going blindly. I didn't even look at the card. That sounds I don't even think they've announced the card. Huh? That sounds mage. Well, they're hotter than ever right now. I and, can't wait. I can't, I can't wait. Yeah, that's going to be a lot of fun. I mean, and, and I like it because the COVID not only goes through the air, but you actually get blood just splattering you. <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't wait, honestly. I can't wait to go. Um, what else going on, SGG? Outside the ring, that was it. So we can jump right in to um, into some wrestling talk, some real wrestling talk. Uh, oh. what? It's too late. Show's over. We got to go already. I've night, begun. Night, I've begun the very early stages of um, of fashioning one of the rooms at Dipper Lago um, into the wrestling room. So I'm, I've begun the the very early stages of planning. The, the ultimate Mark Man Cave. Uh, this this is very exciting news for all of us. By the way, did you dip? Did you, dip. Did you even hear the? Um, did you even hear the rant? The promo I cut on you last week. No. Dip. You don't even listen to the podcast anymore when you're gone. I cut a I, fraud, on it. I, don't I, I cut a mage promo about you that got a, a lot of people had a real appreciation for. It wow. wasn't. It wasn't on you. It was about you. Oh wow! Was, well, I'm a great guy. It was about. Well, no, it was about how. <laughs> The uh, how you're best suited. There, we need weeks when you're not here. How it's best for the character. You, it's very funny. You should you should listen to it. Hmm. Oh yeah, I the, <laughs> there was a comparison to you and a man leaving his wife and her showing up with a Honda full of LJN dolls. It was very mage. Very very mage. <laughs> oh okay, I have to listen to that. I'm I so think you'll, you'll, yeah, you check out the podcast. It drops every week. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm a big fan. So a very speaking of clunky. You know, I'm still very excited about Roman and John Cena. I am a little confused about how we ended up getting to Roman versus Cena. Yeah. How was that contract stealing thing the only way to go? And by the way, if Paul Heyman doesn't show up tonight and say, this is illegitimate, I brought my lawyers. If he doesn't do that, uh, Paul Heyman's a fraud. Yeah, but I, I do appreciate that they that they referenced it last week, like as it happened, because I'm watching this and I was just like, I told Crystal, this this is annoying me. It's it's an insult to my profession. You can't just show up and sign somebody else's contract. Can you imagine if you're trying to close on a house? If you were trying to close on Dipolago, right? Mm-hmm. And then somebody somebody pops out the cabinets, busts you in the head with a frying pan. They signed the contract and now they own Dipolago. Is that how it works? It doesn't work like that. That is not how it works. Confirmed. No, that's I'm not. I'm so how glad they mentioned work. something. So glad they mentioned. And you're right. Paul Heyman has to come with with legal counsel and and challenge the contract. There's no way John Cena can consider himself 
the challenger and, and uh I you don't know, know Adam Pierce is just incompetent. He says yes to everyone. What it may now John Cena's in because the only person he said no to is Seth Rollins. And then you know what I really you know what I really wanted? So I was at the Suicide Squad premiere on Monday. And by the way, I love the film. Oh, yeah, it's good. I loved it. I loved it. What about John Cena? How is he a great guy? He's excellent in the movie. And I'm not just saying that to be a shill. I will tell you straight up, he is great in it and is a big action star. But what I will tell you, first of all, Suicide, uh, the reason why, you know. Uh, you know, I love wrestling is because it's pure entertainment. And that is also what Suicide Squad is. So if you're looking for pure entertainment, I would go watch Suicide Squad. Okay. Um, um, what would have been Mage? Because John Cena was there at the premiere in okay. full gimmick. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how I feel about him being in the full gimmick all the time. Yeah, but, but here, here's, here's Mixed feelings say. confirmed. If you want to build a story... They should have shot something with Roman Reigns in L.A. at the premiere. You know, they would you know, it would have been good for everybody. Where Roman sort of interjected in, you know, did some sort of red carpet run in. Oh, my God. And imagine and imagine he goes, hey, John, hey, John, sorry, you want to show up to my place of business? You want to show up to my house? Yes. You want to come to the place where, listen, I'm the head of the table. Everyone eats because of me. John, John, John. If you're going to show up at my house, I'm going to show up at yours. I have to be invited to your house, John. That's right. That, it's, it would have been so easy. There's so many so things. Easy. By the way, there's so many things they could have done. I, I, in two, you, I could go. It's so easy to think of, you know, what if John Cena went above Roman's head and went and talked to the family, the elders in the family? Yes. And demanded a match with Roman and said, you know, I respect your family. You know that the good name of your family says he should fight me. I'm the one he should fight. And then the elders call in Roman and say, we want you to be, you need to do your job as head of the table. And Roman's turning around. He's like, you're making my own family disrespect me, John. Question yeah. my wow. head of the table. Yeah. Genius booking right there. Are that you is kidding me? Name. There's so I many love that things idea. to do. You just steal a contract. Come on. I mean, listen, it'll still be good, but I want more, man. I got to say, P, that was seeing right. John Cena just roll up on Afa and Sika, you know, wherever they said it and just like. No, he he shows up with respect, too. He yeah. shows up with respect and he says, I come, yeah. I come the to elder you. Gods, I like come, Mortal Kombat. I come to you. I come to you as a sign of respect because I respect the legacy of your name. And I'm worried that Roman is not showing respect to the family name. I love it. I'm in love. Yeah. That, Bad news. Brilliant. The ship has brilliant. the ship has sailed. Sasha Banks is back. Um I, I do I do not know how Bianca Belair did not see that coming. Um Well because they had they danced they danced together in this earlier segment. Yeah. <laughs> vibes. This was just good vibes. Once you have good vibes. Also, I am I I was really worried when the Roman um when Baron Corbin came and beat up Finn Balor. I was worried that the reason Baron was doing that was to like prove an allegiance to Roman so he could be like a Roman henchman. And I was like, oh no, please don't get away from where you're going with Baron Corbin. But by the way, they may already be getting away from it now if he's going to have a story with Finn. Yeah. They might put a ball on that tonight though because I mean, you have to think, like Heyman said, Finn Balor's name is on that contract. So (laughs) Finn Balor is going to be in that match of SummerSlam. You think so? 
Yes. Whether Cena is also in that match or it's just Finn versus Roman one on one, Finn Balor is going to be in that match. I believe. No, he's not. No, he's not. He has to. He's just I, a placeholder. The, the legal part of your brain won't accept it, but I'm. I watch no. WWE for a living. It's John Cena I'll versus sue Roman myself. Reigns. I'll sue. I'll be the one to sue. I class promise action you. on behalf of the fans. I like Finn that. Needs to be in that match. Yeah, I, I, I love the class action suit idea, but it's not happening. You'll have to no. fight it and hope you turn it around by WrestleMania next year because the match <laughs> is happening. I will. I will go as far. I will go as far as to say there are no storylines going into SummerSlam. <laughs> Right now, uh, Cena. Well, Cena and Roman. Well, storyline of Jace. Storyline of Jace, because yeah, it's that that it's literally basically the old storyline, and oh my God, Goldberg. Oh my God. Oh my God. Goldberg's gonna be Goldberg. Is that what he said? Was that the line? Goldberg said this. Goldberg's always Goldberg, and uh, Goldberg's. I was like, and by the way, you know what bothered me about that. The MVP Goldberg son thing could have been cool. I know everyone's saying his, that. The his son needed to get too. his oh. son needed to catch hands and feet. He they didn't even let MVP say something offensive. <laughs> like, could he at least scare him? You know, could he at least do something that had some teeth? All he did was like he should look have like at him. put hands on him or something. Uh, like he, grab he can't, him by he the can't, shirt. He can't rough up his shirt. It was awful. And again, this is the hard part of the space that we're in right now is that everything has to be so clean that even that interaction was like, well, he's a kid. We can't have him, you know, really do anything. And I'm like, well, then so why, why is he there? Respect Ray Mysterio. First of all, Dominic way, way more expensive of stuff than what Goldberg's yeah, son had on. 15, but he yes. let Dominic, Dominic get his clothes dirty. Dominic was in a, was, was the subject of a ladder match. By man. the way, Goldberg for, kid could, for his papers, kid could get, that yeah, SGG. <laughs> that 15 years ago might as well be 50 years ago. Yeah. They now, and, and I got to tell you, it's not even just WWE, because let's be real. If that story existed, the internet would be saying, it's not funny to talk about the origins of a Rey Mysterio's child. Why are you making, um, Eddie, why are you making, uh, why can't I remember Eddie's wife's name? Eddie Guerrero. Vicky. Vicky. Why are you making Vicky look like this? I don't think they could even get away with the story. I think you'd get crushed by the story a thousand percent. So but here's the thing: <laughs> a that thankfully they're not trying to do it now, and b they already did it, and we can always all go back and enjoy it because it happened. I, I, I am looking forward to the full circle though, because the bubble is going to burst here. At some point, you know, the next thing is we're we're having a version of like the Reagan eighties where the political climate is such that you cannot say a word. And you know what came out of that? What came out of that was friggin' hair metal into grunge into gangster rap. Screw everything. This will not this cannot last forever. Like this everyone needing to cater to everything will at some point explode. It will explode in bad ways, some of which we've already seen. The, the anti-cancel culture people who are just racist monsters, but there'll also be good reaction to it. There'll be creative explosions that come out of it as well. But you until then... That was, that was such a smart take, because even I'm, I was like going backwards, and the cycle does play itself out. It has to. This like, this it, is it, not you, permanent. Because even like if you go 50s and like the buttoned up, you know, nuclear family... Where'd that go? Eva, it gave into this free love era of the sixties and like the disco drug era of the. 70s. And then the disco, like, but disco got too crazy, so they had to go eighties suit and tie conservative. Mm-hmm, but then that went mm-hmm. too far right, 
So we had 80s party coke crazy at the end into 90s grunge gangster rap wild. That went to a certain place. And now here we are. Guys, I have to go do another radio show, but I love both of you. Dip, I'll take the beard stuff under consideration. Email us. We'll get back to emails. Do we have time for some Black Power Rankings? Oh, Jesus, yes. Of course, I can. Well, listen, I'll be canceled if I don't say we have time. So (laughs) let me get your music here, for God's sake. And it goes like... Cool! I can really see your arm hair from here. This is crazy. I know I get attacked for it on TV all the time. Oh, it's arm. really something. I mean, you should see the barber about that too. All right, go ahead, SUG. <laughs> Special edition Black Power Rankings. In at number three, Jada Kiss. The rapper Jada Kiss, legendary rapper. That number was the three. whole locks, really. But that was such a such a amazing performance at the verses. He should be number um, one. He should be number one, but but. You'll see what I did for two and one, but in the number three for sure is Jada Kiss. And P, I had a hot take. I said that Versus needs to book Jay Z for Jada Kiss next. And in that setting, Jay Z would be the underdog. Wow. He's unproven. He's unproven in the verses right now. Jada Kiss guys, two landslides. By the way, it would be fun if the way they did it was now someone had to come on and take on them. Yeah. How come you weren't there, by the way? Sorry, I just you know because I you were working. No COVID. Yeah. In a number two, Tamira Mensa Stock, the first black woman to win an Olympic gold medal in wrestling. Uh, Mage performance. She's 28 years old and she's already expressed an interest in working with WWE. And I say, come on in. Come on in. And speaking of yeah, Olympic dope. wrestlers, you have another one. Working WWE. Number one, Gable Stevenson, who also brought home the gold. And he has already been linked up with Paul Heyman. So, you know, it's only a matter of time before he takes WWE by storm. By the way, how many people are named Gable in wrestling? Did After Dan Gable, did everyone, like all these wrestling freaks, just name their children Gable in the hopes that they would then become Olympic wrestlers? <laughs> I mean, it worked, it worked out it worked for Gable out great. Stevenson. Yeah, Gable Stevens is awesome. And, I yeah, both, both of them should end up uh, in WWE or in professional wrestling at some point. Guys... It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. I love you both. Rosenbergbeats at gmail.com. Don't forget Las Vegas SummerSlam weekend. That Sunday we will be there. All the info on my Instagram page as well as wrestling for sale. Whew. Stay mage. Stay mage. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy yourselves. Yeah, Take, yeah, care. No. Take care. I love right. you all. Hey, that's a no, great no. shirt too, by the way. Sal's famous, baby. Yeah. Do it's Always do the right thing. Always do the right thing. You already know. wrestler in the history of the art form.